Hello and welcome to the Hard to Handle Sports Podcast. This is episode three. I have my first guest today. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Hi, party people. Uh, my name is Matthew Padua. Big friend of Ish. I've uh, been friends for going on five years now. Um, the most annoying thing about Ish is... I'm just kidding. But no, I mean, we, we became friends through sports, so I think it's kind of fitting that we talk about sports on this podcast, something that we both love oh so much. Yeah, we both love talking, right? Yeah, 100%. Bro. <laughs> I've never met... So I, I thought that I love to talk. I've never met somebody like yourself that took it to a whole nother level but it's amazing it's yeah i can't stop i can't stop so uh, <laughs> tell us you, you are rocking a little bit of a uh, sports branding so tell us so uh, what are your teams where are you from and uh, what team so i'm from support? los angeles california okay right um in terms of the branding please don't sue me clippers it's just it's or adidas it's just a shirt but um it's fitting i am a clipper fan been one since day one which is a surprise to a lot of people mainly the people in this household rather unfortunate rather unfortunate you know what so here i'm gonna explain why i'm a clipper fan because i get a lot of flack for it right i get a lot of flack you are from la i'm from la right yeah a lot of people are laker fans yeah uh, most of them yeah yeah and i would say 96 percent of the city are laker fans right and even then that might be undercutting yeah yeah a minor yeah a minor undercut but the reason i became a clipper fan and i feel like some people might get offended by this i can't name more than five laker fans that have seen more than five laker games in person right they barely have been able to see their team play. Bro, just because we're poor doesn't mean no, we're but, fans. But no, 100%. I get that, right? <laughs> I was, I'm poor too, but the Clippers gave me the opportunity to watch them play. Well, even though they were horrific for the enti- like my entire life, I got to see... They should have oh, paid you for using it. They basically did, bro. Like They used to give away free tickets to like summer yeah. camps and to any kind of thing that you were doing in the summer, essentially. The Clippers were offering free tickets. Okay. So... We were taking advantage of that, and my parents ended up just getting season tickets because they were, like, dirt cheap. It'd be, like, the second game of the season, and it'd be like, oh, we're offering season tickets for next year already because <laughs> they kind of already knew we weren't going to do too well. But I went, I became a Clipper fan because I got to see them so much more often. I don't know a lot of Laker fans that have been able to see the Lakers actually play in person. So even though the Clippers were terrible, I saw them play. And so because of that, being able to see them over and over and over again, I became a fan. I mean... You know, I okay. yeah, that's that's kind makes, of like my reasoning for it. So makes perfect sense. So, but, yeah. uh, what's your favorite soccer team? Can you please tell the audience? Yeah, I'm a Liverpool fan. Oh, and how many times have you seen them live? I saw them once. Okay, I saw them once when they came uh, on the on their like friendly ter- like tour. You know how when teams come out here? Yeah. yeah, I saw them play against Chelsea and they lost. But honestly, I became a Liverpool fan because of the fans actually that were in the game, not so much the team that was there. So there, <laughs> there were some fans that were like two rows behind us, bro. They're drunk like blacked out drunk and they were just cussing every every chelsea fan out and so because of that i was like yo these guys are funny started following the team after that game so it was i want to say 2016 2016 so after that became a fan i was like i love the banter love the bants so uh ended up watching the team play they at the time they actually got the new coach they got jurgen klopp right I'd already known about his work at Dortmund, so it kind of just made it easy. I was a big fan of it. And changed the changed the team dramatically to the point where we're now arguably the, the best team in the world. Right? Arguably. Yeah, uh-huh. arguably. Uh-huh. So yeah, but uh, Liverpool Football Club when it comes to when it comes to football. Yeah. What about what about basketball? I mean uh, baseball. Baseball I'm a Dodger fan. 
And how did that come about? You got the angels in town, kind of? Not really. Because, like, yeah, growing up, they were the Anaheim Angels, and then I think I was, like, 10 years old when they became the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, which still, to me, makes zero sense. (laughs) But, no, I was never never really an an Angels fan. I mean, I I think very much the way that people are Laker fans in L.A., they're they're Dodger fans, Um, you know, just given location and proximity to the stadium. And, you know, it's it's actually, like, a pretty big baseball town, believe it or not. But, yeah, Dodger fan. It's a... been pretty unfortunate for the last 23 years <laughs> but no nah, i mean I, I, it's it's coming bro i mean we've been saying that for a minute but yeah, it does, yeah, yeah. It does yeah. feel like we've it's coming we've all heard that one the last yeah. few years and uh to wrap it up what's your favorite football team i'm a las vegas raiders fan las vegas Form, raiders. formerly oakland raiders formerly los angeles raiders but now they're the las vegas raiders but yeah big raider fan big raider fan how did that come about they, they were already in oakland when uh, yeah when i was when i was born yeah they were already in oakland but my dad and uh, my uncle when they were growing up they were the los angeles raiders so they went to a bunch of games and in turn that kind of just passed that on to us and yeah i mean coming up here i got to watch a few oakland raiders games i got to go to their last two home games and you know watch them kind of burn out <laughs> in true oakland raider fashion but no nah, i mean yeah raider fan raider nation for life for sure so you would say, uh, is is the Raiders the only team that had a like a fatherly influence or like family influence? Or no, I would probably say the Dodgers too. Dodgers yeah, too. the Dodgers too. Yeah, we're all my entire family. Well, there's not anybody that's not a Dodger fan. When it comes to any of the other sports, though, they're, they're kind of sporadic. They choose uh, different teams. Okay, okay, that sounds nice. Sounds nice. Uh, what, so, what's your favorite sport to watch play? Ah, uh, that's tough though, man. Because I kind of my I think I kind of go with the seasons, and I'll watch just about everything. Um, and watch it like aggressively in the sense that, yeah, yeah, well, aggressively in the sense of just like, I'm not just watching my team play. I'm watching other teams play. It really just, it just depends on what's in season for baseball though. It's kind of hard because I don't get Dodger coverage because they signed a different kind of cable deal. Right, right, right. Um, but you know, we find a stream here or there. We'll figure it out. And, uh, what I like about you and I like a lot of my friends and just people in general is when... They like uh, more than just one sport. So mm-hmm. they're diverse in the sports they watch. And, yeah. You know, sometimes if you have, like, a basketball friend in the off season, like, when they when basketball is done, you can't really, like, hang out with that buddy or something because they're not. There's nothing to watch. Right. But then when you have friends or, you know, people that just enjoy all types of sport, there's usually always some type of sport going on no matter who's in off season. Yeah. Yeah. No, sport. Like, being a fan is year-round, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, for the two of us because we have so many teams and so many different sports. It's just... Yeah, so I feel like this is this podcast is kind of catered towards those fans that, I mean, obviously, if you, if you like one sport, you know, listen and be here for us. Right. This is like, we like to cover a multitude of sports. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think we just, we have we're very opinionated people when it comes to anything. So I think it's just kind of fitting again that yeah, yeah. we talk about sports exactly. in this nature. Sometimes I feel like I'm always right, so I gotta. Yeah. No, we know. <laughs> yeah, we, we know. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's move right along. Uh, the NBA has restarted. Uh, they have the bubble in Orlando uh, as we speak right now. It's the first day of playoffs. Uh, do you have what? I know you're a Clipper fan. So what are your expectations for the Clippers or just for the playoffs in general? I feel like my expectations for the Clippers are probably some of the general expectations that people have of them. Um, I feel like they are one of the three favorite teams to win. So ideally, you know, the, the others being the others being probably the Lakers, the Lakers and the Bucks. Lakers and Bucks, okay. Yeah, Lakers, Bucks, Clippers. I feel like that's the trio of for from favoritism. And then I feel like in terms of the dark horse, it'd be the Rockets. 
because I feel like they can give anybody problems. Yeah, but Westbrook is hurt right now. So. Yeah, so we'll see how that ends up. You know, we'll see how that ends up working out. But um, for the Clippers, I mean, ultimately, as a fan, you want them to go all the way. And I think um, biases aside, I think they do have the potential to do that. It just ultimately depends on how they come out and the injuries that are, you know, that are potential injuries that can come about um, over the next stretch of at least at minimum sixteen games, right? Yeah, they have to win six. They would have to win sixteen. So we'll see. But my expectation is for them to win it all, and I'd be disappointed if they don't. All right. So you have obviously you have the Clippers making that out of the West. Who do you have? Who do you have uh, making it out of the East? I don't know, man. That's hard because uh, the Bucks, in terms of the way they played in the bubble from the restart, hasn't been exactly speaking or telling of a team that is a favorite to win the championship. It's kind of like the Lakers, right? Yeah, I think it's a little bit different though. Cause, well, not exactly. They could be kind of just putting it aside because both the Lakers and the Bucks already pretty much had that number one seed wrapped up. So I feel like a lot of people are kind of over, are putting too much attention on, on those two teams because of that. But at the same time, I do think that if you're a fan, you want to see your team win anyway. So that's that's where a lot of that frustration can come about. But who knows? Maybe they have a plan in the long run to you know help those teams kind of get those big pushes on the end. But I do think the the Raptors and the East are a team that are actually getting overlooked, even though they are the second seed. Yeah, yeah they're the second seed, and not a lot of people are talking them, about them. I feel like from when it comes to the East, Eastern Conference, a lot of people go from Bucks and then Celtics or Bucks then Heat, which will be interesting. But, yeah, I think the Raptors can – they're the defending champions. Is Nick Nurse the coach of the year? Yeah. 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 Easily? Yeah. Not – What's the coach? Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce yeah, his yeah. name. No, no, no. Yeah, Coach Mike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Coach Mike. Yeah, yeah. no, actually, I like um, I like Mike Malone for the Nuggets a lot too. Um, yeah, he's not gonna win it, right? But I, I've always liked him as a coach. So, um, but yeah, Nick Nurse for sure. So, who do you have uh, as your other awards? I know we have a few Clippers as in regards to like bubble six men. No, six six men. I, so I know MVP. you and I disagree on this because you said your sixth man of the year was um, Den- Dennis Schroeder. Dennis yeah. Schroeder, right? And your your explanation was because they're going to split the vote between Lou Will and Montrezl yeah, yeah, Harrell. Yeah, because yeah. they're like yeah, you have two great six men. Yeah, one of them is a seventh man. So I know that's interesting, <laughs> right? But yeah, no, it's interesting. Uh, I actually probably would choose Montrezl Harrell. Uh, I think him, him coming off the bench, he provides like a. A weird spark of energy. Yeah, yeah. He's, that, he's really developed, right? Oh, Where yeah. did he come from, Louisville? No, well, uh, college-wise, yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell you. I thought you were talking about from the professional, from a no, professional he, standpoint. He's he's made a huge jump, especially yeah. this year. Yeah, no, the Clippers gave him a solid platform to be able to really showcase his talent that the Raptors weren't providing at the time. I know a lot of people when he got traded <clears> over, people weren't really exactly talking about Montrezl Harrell in that trade. It was more so the um, getting Patrick Beverly that people were really highlighting. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, since he's come, he's. I think he's owned that six-man spot over Lou Will. I do think Lou Will is, you know, ridiculous on his by himself. You know, like yeah, a, a walking bucket, if you will. Walking bucket. But I do think that yeah, even Lou Will has said it himself that Montrez Harrell deserves a six-man of the year award. So I think it'll be interesting to see how it play out. That'll be my pick, right? Is, is Lou Will the greatest six-man of the ever? Or? I think Jamal Crawford's probably Jamal Crawford, this, yeah. yeah. But okay. the, you know, as a Clipper fan, we had the luxury of seeing oh, them yeah, both. Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a tough one. No disrespect to, to anybody right there, yeah. man. But I think watching Jamal Crawford, yeah, man, that was that was special. That was a fun time. So. I think, uh, due to nostalgia, I'd probably say that. But I think when it's all said and done, it'll probably end up being Lou Will. Yeah, and Jay right. Crossover could drop fifty on anybody. On anybody, he on did on his last yeah. last game of the season last year, right? Yeah, with so. the Suns. I think with the Suns. Yeah. yeah, and then he signed for the Nets. I think he's hurt right now, though. I think he, actually he might have just gotten signed. Yeah, by the Nets. 
Oh, he got hurt yeah. already. Yeah, I think he wow. got hurt, but I could be wrong. I know he's. I know he did get signed by the Nets, but uh, not a whole lot more beyond who's that. Who's your uh, Who's your MVP of uh, the season? Yeah, 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 probably Giannis. Giannis, yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, he's a bro. He's a he's a beast. You know, once he can get that jump, like, consistent jump shot, he's, he's not. You know, I feel like it's getting uglier. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying you know, but if the the potential is there, if you're a professional player to establish yourself or to create a jump shot, right? Yeah. But who knows? Who knows, man? I mean, I'm I'm no I'm no analyst, but that dude is very much unguardable already as it is. So imagine if he put in a jump shot into his arsenal, that'd be crazy. You think he's gonna win Defensive Player of the Year too? Probably. That'd be, that'd be he'd be like yeah. one of three people, I think. Yeah, he, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, probably. But man, most I, improved. I don't know. I don't really. I don't feel like I have. I want to say T.J. Warren, bro, but that's only. <laughs> but that's only because of the action in the bubble. But throughout the whole season, most improved. Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Yeah. Bama Bedayo. No, probably. I'd probably go Brandon Ingram personally. Okay. Yeah, but it's just hard for me because you really see T.J. Warren balling right now, right? I know, right? And then, yeah, but he, I mean, it's I only bubble. They're that not, was, yeah, they're not considering the bubble. Game yeah, so it. that's only the bubble. But now it'll probably be Brandon Ing- Brandon Ingram for sure for me. That dude. That dude's crazy. Yeah, he's nice. He, yeah, he's supposed to be KD. I mean, he, he's not there yet, but he's, he's yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's see the what, three seasons in the league now. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, give him another one or two, man. He's gonna take that next step. Yeah, the thing with Brandon Ingram is you actually see his improvement. Yeah, I don't. Lonzo Ball, what's going on with him? Triple man? single. Triple single. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I actually used to slander Brandon Ingram a lot. Um, mainly because he was on the Lakers, so it made it really easy. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. You know, you Laker fans being extremely toxic makes it so easy to pick on your players, too. Oh, we're toxic. Bro, you guys are okay. probably the most toxic fan base in the NBA. Okay. I've never seen somebody convince themselves that they're going to sign a free agent and then get mad at that free agent when he signs elsewhere. All right. That's I've never facts. seen that happen before. And you did it for four years straight. I mean, it, it was just optimism. We didn't want to be at the bottom of the barrel anymore. Yeah. Plus, we have history to back it up. Yeah. No, it's, I'm not. I'm not discrediting it. That's the thing. I don't ever discredit any of the history. I've just never seen so many people get so upset at their team, at the like the same magnitude that so, Laker fans do. I, I saw a stat somewhere that said that this is the best finish for the Clippers ever. They've never had. Yeah, a we were a, we were a historically <laughs> poor franchise, so there's not a whole lot coming from that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Laker fans are very actually intimidated by the Clippers potentially winning a championship. See the way that your face perked up like that? No, no, no. no. It's, I, I've literally I'm had people. I've literally that. had I've had Laker fans say that it's more like their their fear is that the Clippers will win. The Clippers will never really become LA's team. Oh yeah, I think 100%. it will take gen, it'll take generations for that. Yeah, like your kids, kids. Yeah, and right. Even then, even then, it's not even a guarantee. Yeah, 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 but my thing is, I feel like Laker fans ever since the Clippers got good. They have become extreme because, bro, we were always like the uh, like the ugly little brother. What do you consider good? When Chris Paul came, Just playoffs. Yeah, when Is Chris that, Paul came. Yeah, yeah we were bro, poverty franchise. Yeah, we were. I'm not gonna you disagree think, with you. You. Think, you think good is like the second round of the playoffs? You guys, the, you for guys a never, poverty franchise. You guys, exactly. Yeah, so that's what guys, I'm saying. Is there even made a Western Conference final? No, for sure. I'm not. Again, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with any of that. But I feel like the Lakers hate on the Clippers so much more than the Clipper fans hate on Lakers. What's the difference between you and the Jazz? There really is though no, they went to the finals, so they're oh they're yeah they're ahead of you. Yeah, they're technically <laughs> they ahead of us. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm not ago. I'm not here to I'm not here to argue that we're not. And no one talks about the Jazz. No, no, but yeah. I'm not here to argue that we're historically not a poor franchise. I just think it's really interesting how we live rent free in Laker fans' heads. Sometimes cause, uh, all cause the we're time. friends with some of y'all. So. Fr- fr- what? <laughs> what? No, I just feel like ever since Chris Paul came over and really reshaped the way I think it was that trade. 
I think it was the the botched trade oh, to the yeah, Lakers, yeah, yeah. and then Chris Paul going to the Clippers it was like they made they just made it an easy target. That and was that was. I, I don't understand it. I still don't understand it. We had to have a whole show about that. That's, yeah, that's I don't. Disgusting. I don't understand it. I'm, I, yeah, that um, was that was a crazy. That was a crazy I, time. I don't want to cut cut this podcast just right there, bro. Just talking about that. <laughs> Do you, Kobe Kobe would have had at least two more. Oh, easily, easily. If if Chris Paul joins, yeah, no, easily. That's not Kobe. RFP. Yeah, I don't even think that's really yeah. in question, to be honest with you. But I mean, it didn't happen, right? But ever since then, the Clippers started living in Laker fans' heads rent free. <laughs> I feel like you guys care a lot more about us than we than we care about you. It's like the big brother picking on the little brother. Yeah, but I don't even consider us little brothers. I feel like we're distant cousins. We we share the same stadium, not for long, but like we were always so unimportant. Then all of a sudden, we became important, and you guys felt threatened. Not really, really. So where where does the hate come from? Just in town rivals. I I still don't even, I don't know. I mean, it's like the like the Raiders and the the Niners. Are they really rivals? Yeah, I guess yeah, like across the Bay rivals, right? But I like mean, they're, now they're they were in the same side, right? I don't know. I feel like as a Raider fan right now, like. Our, which is kind of a little bit like off topic, right? But that's not really who our direct rival is. And I feel like the Lakers feel like we are their direct rival. I always thought that the Celtics were their direct rival. But the way that Laker fans act now, I feel like it's they think it's the Clippers. Well, I mean, that also has to do with the fact that the Celtics kind of went on a downhill too. Right. So you just pick the strongest win. Right. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I, I, um, again, I still feel like we live I mean, who's the most hated championship team in the last like 20 years? The 08 Celtics, right? Because they think. <laughs> the one championship, the one right? championship, and yeah, like a dynasty, or yeah, something. yeah. And ever since then, what have they done? Not a whole Not, lot of anything, okay, right? Okay. How, how are we really gonna hate on them? I mean, they've been better than the Clippers for the last fifteen years. Yeah, but they were in the East. Still, they're still the better team. <laughs> I mean, realistically, they never had a chance to make the play at the finals. But they did, and you guys beat them. No, after that, like that's so close to the OA one. Like after that, like the conference finals that they made after that, LeBron. They were still better than us, right? Like even though you wouldn't play them, they were still they were still better than us, and they definitely were in a better position to win championships. I think it's just trendy to hate on the Clippers. I would agree. I think it's, it's I think trendy. it's like the cool thing. It's to, I feel like the Rockets are that new team now, though. I feel like more people are easily like hate the Rock. Like that's the team that people like to hate. I feel like let me explain it this way. The Clippers have always been there, right? I mean, ever since they moved from San Diego, yeah, they've been there, right? So how fun how fun would it be? To make fun of a poverty franchise when they're at the bottom of the barrel. I mean, after a while, it gets boring. So to see you guys become good and then fail. Why are you that, putting quotations around it? <laughs> like, like we said, the Jazz have done better than you guys. Historic, and, okay, so you're bringing you know, it up like, historically. No, not even history. Like the last five to ten years, the Jazz have gone Definitely further. not. The Jazz have gone further in the playoffs than you guys. Definitely not. They made, they made the conference final. When did they make the conference final? Two years ago, they got swept by the rock, by the. Was it the Jazz? Yeah, it was the Jazz. I don't think the Jazz made the conference. I don't know. The, the Blazers made the conference finals last year. No, no, no. But, and then who was the year before that? It was the Jazz. The guess. Warriors and I don't think it was the Jazz. Who I think was it was the Rockets. Oh. Was it the Rockets? Yeah, I don't oh, think the yeah, Jazz yeah, have been yeah, to a yeah, conference yeah. final. They one before. Yeah. yeah. They got right to All right, so they've gone into the same We were the same. Yeah, we're the okay, same. No one cares about the Jazz. All but right. since you guys are in the same town and you guys are kind of good now, then it makes it funnier for when you guys like get super hyped up think this is your season and then and then you're not right that's which has been yeah that's been the case i feel like a lot of illogical fans have really put themselves I, yeah there's a lot of clipper fans that i know that have basically been like oh yeah like we're this is the year this, this is the year, year. i can't year. convince myself of that bro like i can I, not any year can i really be like this is our year 
I can't because it's just so difficult. I don't I don't have that for any of my teams now. We're like, oh yeah, we're the right out favorite because you just set except, yourself up a Liverpool, failure. Maybe. Even bro, even well, we'll get to that like later. But like even then, I can't even really come up to you and tell you in confidence that that team is gonna win the because you set yourself up for failure when you say things like that. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I feel like as an yeah, but I feel like as an analyst of the sport, that's something that you have to do, right? You have to make predictions and you have to be wrong. Yeah, exactly. You, you gotta go on the limb sometimes. Yeah, so we'll see. But we'll see. But in terms of just, like, the bubble as a whole, man, I think, or basketball as a whole, I think since the bubbles came back um, and it's presented itself, it's been presented in the best way possible. I think, I feel like it's been so entertaining. Almost every game has been really, really entertaining. I agree. When they, when they did the little scrimmages before the bubble, like, officially restarted, I was looking at those games and I was like, it's, damn, yeah. it's going to be rough. It's like, competitive. No, no, I meant, like, like. I feel like the TV production that they put in these bubble games has gone way nicer than the original scrimmages. Yeah. When they first started, yeah. I was like, wow, that's this is going to be rough to watch. But I think it was the scrimmages. So no yeah. One, there, no one was trying to, you know, really commentate. But once, once the real game started, then that's when I was like, okay, like, this, this, we could actually work with this. This is not bad. Yeah, no, 100%. I just, as a whole, I, th- I feel it's just been competitive. And I just want to see, like, really tight contested games essentially and i feel like the bubbles provided that for a good majority of the games so you never you never got to say who who was the team that was going to make it out of the east out of the east uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say oh actually you know what i'm gonna go with the raptors raptors yeah i'm gonna go with the raptors and then, uh clippers in the west out of the west clippers in the finals clippers in six clippers in six yeah oh okay okay i feel like that's probably been my favorite pick like my favorite number i've been picking for ser- some of these bubble games and then or series. What I love about the NBA, there's always a storyline. So, I mean, how many people really have the Clippers and the Raptors? And that would be a storyline in of itself. Yeah, just Kawhi's old team, right? Yeah. Exactly, right? And then if you have the Lakers versus Bucks, you know, the, the, the two fighting for MVP. Giannis, yeah. And there's just so many stories. And then the Western Conference Finals, two, two teams of LA or like, there's just so many storylines. Yeah, you right now, I feel like the Lakers kind of got the the bad end of the stick though, ending in fr- in first. Oh yes, let's they, talk about let's talk about the Blazers. You think the Blazers? Are you one of those people that think the Blazers could upset the Lakers? I think they have the potential too. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. I don't. I think they struggle too much defensively to be able to. The Lakers are going to be a hard out for any team. You have to beat them four times. Yeah. I don't feel confident enough to say that the Blazers can do that. Although you and I have a friendly bet that they will. <laughs> I was like, if you were a betting man, and you are. Yeah, and I am, right? But I can't say in confidence that they'll beat them in a seven-game series. Right. Um, I just think that their defensive woes are a little bit too much to overlook. And it really kind of depends, too. Um, I mean, ultimately, playoff LeBron is a real thing. I feel like people don't talk. Well, people do talk about it, right? Goes up, averages 40 a game, or close to when it's needed. So, I don't know. I feel, I feel like the Lakers will probably take them out in six. Yeah, the one thing that I, that resonated with me was um, people were saying that AD swept the Blazers by himself, so now with LeBron, it's going to be like even more of a kick. Yeah, but I feel like I don't. I, that was that was a different Blazers team. Though. Yeah, they a completely Mello. different Blazers. Team. I don't. I don't believe they had Nurkic. They might have, but I don't think they did. That was like what two years ago when they beat them in the first round. Yeah, but anyways, I don't. I think Bla- Lakers in five, probably six. Does that That's sound probably, yeah, that sounds sounds about right. I I I don't want you completely to like just shun the yeah, Blazers yeah, yeah. though, no, right? And like, I feel like you kind of did that on the last episode, <laughs> and I talked to you about that because I I do think it's not like they're a terrible team. They're not. They're not. Right? And I do think I think it's interesting. CJ McCollum has like a damn near broken back, right? Yeah, he has a, a fractured vertebrae or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think he's a pro, like a good second man, but I do think having like Nurkic, having Melo, and then Gary Trent Jr. 
Yeah, he's been shooting lights yeah, out. Yeah, man. So I do think they have the pieces to beat the Lakers. Will they do it? I'm not 100% convinced. See, I say they go six. It, like, I could understand where people would say the Blazers could win if I was like, all right, they'll go seven. And then once you go seven, you're like, okay. It's anybody's game, game. yeah. I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll get to game yeah. seven. I mean, I'm hoping for t- my $25 sake that the Trailblazers <laughs> do it, but um, I think it'll be more interesting if the Lakers pull through. But I don't know, man. The Trailblazers really kind of pulled – they really pulled and dug deep to win these last few games. So yeah, they're, they're, they must be kind of tired. Yeah, that's the thing. That is the thing that they've you had Dame and CJ easily like averaging over forty, 40 minutes. minutes. Yeah, forty, 40 minutes, minutes a game. Yeah, so we'll crazy. see, man. We'll see. But they do have depth, and I don't feel like the Lakers have that no, right we're not, now. We're not deep at all. We're and, and very I, top. Heavy. And I think that's obviously going to be the potential downfall for them. Um, so we'll see. I, I do think that I think Hassan Whiteside. For me, is probably going to be the X factor in the series. As weird as that is to say, he's garbage. He's he's not great offensively. He's so one dimensional. Yeah, he can't step out to the three point. No, not at all. Davis not at all. But I do point. feel like if if you're if Davis is really running the 41, 42 minutes a game, he's going to have to go up against Whiteside. Obviously, your favorite to win that matchup is going to be Anthony Davis. But yeah, if Hassan Whiteside can even contain him a little bit, it would exactly. He's muscular. Yeah, exactly. But I do think that Anthony Davis has a lot of fourth quarter woes, and it doesn't really get talked about a lot. I mean, I feel like he leaves the fourth quarter for LeBron. Who also has a fourth quarter woes this season. He's kind of struggling from right. the free throw line, so that's kind of scary. Yeah. So uh, damn, Blazers in seven? Nah, is that, we'll see. Is that what we're doing? We'll see. Um, but again, you know, are you, are you at all worried about the the Mavs? Yeah, like of course. I'm worried about any team we go up against, to be quite honest with you. I, I really like Luka Doncic. I do think the Clippers will win in six, right? I do think they'll win in six, but um, the Mavericks aren't like just a pushover team, no, you know? The best offensive rating in the NBA. Ever. Yeah, ever in, in the history of the which NBA. That's crazy. Yeah, which you wouldn't think, right? Because if you think about like the teams of the past few years, yeah, yeah, exactly. like the Warriors with exactly. KD. and crazy. But no, yeah, they have the highest offensive rating in NBA history. But we'll see. I mean, we have won three out of the four, two out of the three games this season against them, which is great. But the playoffs is completely different. Playoffs is completely different. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but it, it will be a fun series. Game one tonight, 6 p.m. Very excited. Oh, yeah. Got to see that. Uh, do you think it's going to be a Lakers and Clippers Western Conference final? Or you think uh, maybe the Rockets or Nuggets? Nuggets Nuggets looking kind of nice. Let me say this. I want to see a Lakers Clippers uh, Western Conference final. Yeah, I want to I see it. I do think if anybody dying. in the first, I think the Rockets have the, I think the Rockets could knock the Lakers out. Dude, you guys got so lucky that the Rockets fell to the floor. Yeah, no, 100%. That's what I'm saying. The that's Lakers the really the Lakers, the Lakers, really out. got screwed over in terms that's of just the their stretch. Out. Yeah, they're a hard team to be four times, bro. So they have the potential to do it. I still probably think the Lakers would win that series, but I just don't I'm sleep on them. I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm so disappointed that Westbrook got hurt because I was excited to see Westbrook. Well, how long is he out for? Like game three or game four, he might come back. All right, so we'll see. We'll see. What if they don't even make it past the first round? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, the the who who was it that played the box in one on Damian Lillard the last uh, two games ago? The, the game Mavs. before the Grizzlies? The Mavs? No. Was it Mavs? Well, I'm not sure, but if they're going to just basically do a box in one on James Harden, it's going to force the rest of the team to have to play. And they don't have Eric Gordon right now either. Yeah, that's why I have that series going seven. Yeah, it, it definitely. Can. Okay, see? Yeah, definitely can't. Bro, they're and no pushover crazy. either. If Chris Paul pulls up that 
pulls it Chris off Paul, and it. Chris Paul is a uh, franchise reviver. He's, I mean, remember people were hating, like, why would he trade for him? He's, like, making how much? Like, 30-something million? But, man, he turned that franchise around in one season. Yeah, turns every, fran- every franchise he goes to, he turns them around, with the exception of the Rockets, because they were already good. Facts. You know, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. had he not gotten injured, he probably could have knocked off the Warriors. If, if they would have had a coach that could have taken the ball off, of taking some responsibility off Harden and let Chris Paul maybe dictate more, I feel like they could have had a higher season. I feel like James Harden might leave the Rockets this season if they don't win. What? Because I do think they'll fire uh, Daryl Morey, and I think they'll fire Mike D'Antoni if they don't win this season. And at that point, you get a new general manager who's probably going to want to start fresh. I think they can potentially shop, ship out James Harden for a nice package deal. Wow. And potentially send him to like somewhere like Miami. That would be crazy. I did not expect that. Yeah, that's that's like my really scolding hot take for the NBA offseason. <laughs> you get a hot take? Yeah. yeah. It's like scolding so hot. It would be a one-year project just for Westbrook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I I think they'll probably ship out Westbrook, too. I think the Rockets... Oh, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think the Rockets will be in complete rebuild mode um, if, that, if that were to happen. Because I think ultimately their, you know, their expectation is also a championship. Yeah, you it's know, been, it's been it's been for, right, for like exactly exactly for like the last five years yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think at this point, it's like if you're not if it's not working, and you added Russell Westbrook, I think at that point they're probably gonna have to go to the drawing board and be like, you know what, it's time to blow it up. But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for these playoffs. Like today's day, today's day one. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we have some great matches, especially in the West. The East, not so much in the first round. Second round should be nice, but. You know which one? I'm actually really excited to see the Pacers and the Heat in the East. That one, that one's gonna be a dogfight. Yeah, I still think the Heat will probably win in five, but those games are all gonna be fun. Yeah, I say Heat in six. Yeah, but, but the Pacers low-key have a nice team. No, they man. do. They do. Old Depot, T.J. Warren, Sabonis. Sabonis, is he back? He's yeah. hurt. Is he back? Mm-hmm. He's back. Um, Turner. Yeah, they're they they're, got, they're not they're not bad. Bro. They have a good team. Yeah, they're Brogdon, not. like bro, that's gonna they got a little squad. Yeah, so we'll be that'll be interesting to see. But again, like you said, the West is just so much more stacked than the East, and it's been that way for a few years. But um, the East is picking it up. I'm yeah, excited. they're picking Next it up. Year, the the Celtics, Sixers. Nah, the Sixers are gonna get blown up too, bro. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. I see that. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that works out. But that but the if, next year we get Kyrie and KD. Oh, bro, then yeah, the Nets yeah, are gonna be, be nice. the Nets nice. are gonna be ridiculous next and season. Lavert is. Karis Levert's a hooper, bro. That's a good third option to have on any team, really. He's good. He's good. Yeah, he's been hooping in the bubble. He made the first team all bubble, uh, the second team all bubble team. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, he deserves it. He's a, he's. He was on my fantasy team this year. I picked him up because he was injured, but I mean, fantasy basketball. What happened? Kinda, yeah, yeah. Know. Fantasy basketball kind of <laughs> just went to crap this season. It's all good though. All right, man. So I also wanted to talk about uh, a little bit of soccer. Have you been keeping up with the Champions League? Yeah, I haven't been able to watch all of the games yeah. just because I was uh, I was driving up from LA or uh, at work. But I I always watch the extended highlights yeah. or like the thirty and sixty type thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I like to watch as much as I can essentially. So I I'm very up to date in terms of what's going on in the Champions League. What do you What do you have to say about two French teams in the semifinal? That's pretty. That was crazy. It's hilarious. I think I think it's funny. Because we've, we've people have always for years said that that's the farmers league and then now, yeah, which I mean, it, well, is, it is right, yeah. well, which it is. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because Leon's in seventh in the French league and now yeah, they're in the semifinals of the Champions out, League. They took out Ronaldo's Juve and then they took out Guardiola's Man City, City which yeah. is no easy. Task. Yeah, I think that's all on Pep Guardiola though. I think the team that he sent out there, he basically set them up to fail. He put three center backs. Yeah, he never does that. Yeah. Mm. He does occasionally, but it's like. Um, it's just wasn't what was needed. 
and he put Rodri. Yeah, so that's what I don't understand. What? Yeah, that's where that's where he, he kind of lost me. I think uh, there's a lot of better options that could have been played. He lost him that semifinal, but I don't care. Actually, I'm actually really happy that they're out of the Champions League because I really didn't want them to win one. <laughs> I really didn't. I wanted Liverpool to be the only team like the last few years from at least England to yeah, win yeah, a Champions yeah. League. So what? When did Chelsea win it? Like 2012. Yeah, it's been a while. Now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's been a minute. So uh, you know. So who do you have winning it? Bayern. Bayern's like. I personally want to see. I want to see Leipzig Leon in the final. I think like most people. Right, bro. Come on, oh, it'd be most interesting. people except everybody in Germany. Yeah, everybody yeah except that team exactly. Um, <laughs> but I think it, that'd be like the People's Champions League because it's not one of the two favorites. Who's probably it's probably end up being PSG Bayern, right? Which would be a good one, right? But I do think, bro, Leon look pretty good. Also, they look they efficient. Look they look stout. Yeah, like, they look they efficient. Ederson, what was up with Ederson? Did you see that? Well, there's a reason why he's the number two goalie in Brazil, bro. And who's the number one? Alison, Your Be- mind, the Alison Becker. <laughs> Who does he play for? Liverpool Football Club, the best team in the world. Ooh, you'll never walk alone? Never. Never. But, I, yeah. I, bro, Ederson makes a lot of mistakes like that. And it gets overlooked pretty often because of his ability to play out. He's a really good outlet goalkeeper. Yeah, 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 he is. Passing with his feet, with his hands, it doesn't really matter. But when it comes to the shot blocking ability, it's questionable sometimes. Not to the extent of, like, Kepa. Right. No, Who, don't disrespect Ederson. Like right, right. No, he's because he's not. <laughs> he he's not bad. That. Right. He's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, bad. Yeah. But it's Jeff just. I just don't think he's consistent enough from the shot stopping uh, aspect of his job, which is the main. The, the main, main right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know. I have my own thoughts about it, but um, I do think sometimes he's kind of set up for failure in the sense that the people in front of him aren't reliable, yeah. like his center backs, and it sometimes puts him in a position where, you know, it, yeah, it makes it have, difficult. They have like a very high line. Yeah, in the high line, but also just like a lack of quality yeah, in the center yeah, back yeah, position, yeah, which is something I talked about on, you know, on my podcast. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, what's your podcast just for everyone? Out well, there right now we're currently going through a rebrand. So there's okay. not like a like a set name or everything. We basically put out a bunch of rough drafts for people just to, to listen to. Okay, okay. Um, but when it is all set up, we'll definitely be sharing it. And online. I'll put the link. Yeah, 100 percent. I appreciate that. No problem. No but um yeah, I think they signed Nathan Ake though. Nathan Ake, I think, is a quality oh, yeah, yeah, young yeah. Center, back. center back, young too. So I feel oh, he's from Chelsea, no? He's from, uh, yeah, originally from Chelsea, well, Academy, out to Bournemouth. Bournemouth, and then yeah, okay. sold from well, Bournemouth got relegated, and then uh, you know, Man City bought him for forty five. Why didn't Chelsea keep him? He's pretty solid. He is solid. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's better than or just as good as the center backs that he has right now. But I mean, bro, Chelsea have like an abundance of youth talent. They send out everyone on yeah, loan. Yeah, they're loaned out like yeah, crazy. Yeah, they're, they play FIFA. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> a player's probably from Chelsea. One of the players on your team is from, you can be in Peru and your second division team will have a player from Chelsea. That's how that works out. On loan from Chelsea. Right? Exactly. But no, I mean, kind of just going back to the, the Ederson thing, it's just unfortunate sometimes he gets himself put into those positions. Yeah, Some, yeah. Sometimes he sets it up for himself. Other times his center back's kind of just laid on the plate for the opposing team. But so I'm lucky. Since we're on that center back center back topic, I feel like we have a shortage of center backs in the world right now. Do you, do you follow that or no? I feel like there's not that many good center backs. Um, I feel like defense overall in soccer is taking a hit. It's not really. That's interesting. Um, I don't know. I think that there should be more. I don't think that there's, like, a complete lack of it, of center backs. Like, if you don't have an elite center back right now, which how many could you really say are elite, who do you go out to buy? Or who is the potential? Like, there's only a few. I like the center back from Leipzig. Yeah, yeah, he's nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll run with it, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I like hopefully I like him a lot. Um, even though Koulibaly had a stinker against oh. Barca, bro, I think he's a quality center back defensively. 
Yeah. Um, but again, like that's that's kind of like also let's let's make it really easy. Who are the elite center backs? But I mean, every elite team used to have some, and I feel like now like Piquet is not elite no more. No, he hasn't been elite like, for a few years. Yeah, but like he, he was part of that list back in the day. Yeah, well, yeah, like for a little bit. Yeah, like probably four years ago, four years right? Ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, who who does Chelsea have right now? Uh, Rudiger. He's not elite. Um, who's it? They have uh, Kurt Zuma. He's not elite either. No. He's, no, I don't like Zuma. No. But um, who else? What are they? Uh, All right, Man City, they don't have elite center backs. So, like, a, a lot yeah. of the good teams don't have elite center backs. And yeah. they used to be where, like, most elite teams at least had one, like, one. anchor. Right. And now, now, like, most of them are just good offensively and their defense is, like, just okay. Uh, enough to get by. Enough to get by. Like, uh, Bayern has some pretty good. But even then, I don't think. Uh, Boateng and Alaba. Yeah. Boateng, he's. Decent. Sule is pretty good too, but he yeah, typically Sule, stays off. Yeah, but he's, he's too slow. Yeah, he's too big. Yeah, like, he's literally. He's like yeah. a he's like a lineman for that. Exactly, but he does a, he gets the job done. It really depends on who they line up against, right? And that's that's who they'll use sometimes. But you see, but like Chelsea, you don't you don't see their back line. You're like, damn, like it's gonna be a tough outing. Just no, like, oh, definitely not. I think they're gonna buy um yeah no they're gonna buy Chilwell. He's a left back from Leicester. Well, you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah, he's from Leicester. Yeah, solid, but. It's not a center back, you know? We'll see, man. We'll see. I think, uh, I think that your, your take on the defense though, our friend Jason, he had said something to us the other day. Oh, the wing back. Yeah. The wing back position being the most important. Shout out Jason. Yeah. 100%. But I agree with him. I think it's the most important position right now. Right. I'm going to let him, cause I know he's going to come on and talk about it. I'm going to let him elaborate in depth about why, but I, I agree with him. I do agree with him. Um, that the wingback position is basically the most important one right now. Yeah, but you can never overstay the the significance of a strong center back. Position. A strong center, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, one of the things that make, obviously, Liverpool have two of the best backs in the world, but... Yeah, yeah, I mean, Van Dyke is... But Van Dyke is, like... The best. The, the cog yeah, of that defense. He's, he's the best right now. He's yeah. the best center back in the he world. Is, he is, I think, um... I think he's the best player in the world, but that's me being really biased, yeah, right? That's me being really biased. But I don't think I don't think it's wrong for me to say that he's easily one of the top five to seven players in the world. No, I mean he was like what third place in the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I th- accurate, right? Five to seven. That's not for a center back, yeah, right? That's not. Exactly. That's not bad, but. But then, how many other center backs could you put in the top twenty of the world? You probably put Sergio Ramos somewhere in like fifteen to twenty. And then that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm not disagreeing. I I don't think there are enough elite center backs, but exactly. I think there are there are some center backs. I do think that there are center backs with potential that are young. I feel like we have to wait another two to three years before you get an influx of elite center backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we and had a lot of older ones. Exactly, there's just kind of, it comes in phases, right? Everything kind of comes in phases. Yeah, like, was that from, center back for uh, PS? I mean, not PSG. Godin, uh, he was a good one. Yeah, he's playing at Inter now. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just unfortunate. They're getting old, and that new breed has to start showing up. Yeah. But like Matthias Delit, I think this season, oh, it was first being his first season at Juventus, right? Yeah, like yeah. kind of just adjusting to it all, and I think next season will be really good. But at Ajax, he was one of the best center. Back. People were saying he was the second, third best center back yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah, you know, so it's just a matter of getting accustomed to the to the way that leagues play because it's different every league that you hop into, right? Right. Um, but I think yeah, the next few years will really dictate whether or not there are. I, I think personally that there's going to be an influx of really talented center backs over the next few years. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, just, and then MLS needs to get some too. I, MLS seen, needs an influx of talent. 
just in general. Yeah, right? just all across like the starting eleven. Which is, I'm a I'm a fan of the MLS actually. Like I like LAFC. That's why that's like the home team that I have. But um, the MLS is really bad defensively. Oh, it's it's kind of so it's sometimes it sometimes it makes it a little difficult to watch. Right. Um, how bad they are defensively, but you know, a lot of it kind of goes back to the way that the structure for professional soccer or the pipeline to professional soccer is established here in the country which in and itself can be a podcast episode yeah that's right? another one right but so, yeah i don't want to go yeah <laughs> i don't want to be go too deep into it but yeah the mls is definitely not very good defensively yeah let's not segue into the mls so yeah. who's your uh who's your pick for the champions league who do you have winning some Bayern. Bayern. yeah are they gonna trash leon or uh, you think leon will be i th- i think Bayern could definitely trash anybody realistically yeah, 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 yeah. i don't want i don't want to see leon go out Eight to two, you know, you would eight to eight to see it. But yeah. oh, let's talk about that. What, what did you think about that? I'm always down to slander Barcelona. I think it was a long time coming, bro. I think it was a long time coming that Messi really patched over a lot of the lack of quality that the team has. But I've also never really thought that he was a great leader. Yeah, he right? never. He never. Uh, he didn't have the press conference after. He yeah, did. no, that's 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 not okay. I don't think that's okay. I feel like if. I heard the entire team walked out the back door, with the yeah. exception of like one or two players, right? But it's like, yeah, that that it was a long time coming for Barca, man. It was a long time coming, and I don't feel sorry for them at all. I don't care, to be quite honest with you. I feel like they deserve it. I really do. I have no nice things to say about Barcelona. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's kind of unfortunate to see Messi's career and the way that it seems like it's going to... I think he's going to end up leaving. I think this loss, being as bad as it is, I think he's going to end up leaving now. Where do you have him going? <laughs> Probably Manchester City. Oh, my God. That would be... That would be reuniting with Guardiola? Yeah. I think... Um, that would be bad for Liverpool. I would love it, personally. Because I'd want to I'd wanna see it. I want to see if he can do it in England. He's been in Spain his entire career right which is gonna again to be a completely different change of pace because the champions league is is different right is it the champions league is different yeah champions Um, league is a it's a beast it's a different beast it's a different beast you have to always come prepared like uh it's definitely a sprint yeah as you can see as you can see they just got thrashed man they got like i've never seen barcelona get their teeth kicked in the way they just did last week um, but again, I, they deserve it because there are so many needed positions yeah. that they had to fill, mainly defensively. Yeah, Pique, Pique should be gone. He Pique needs to needs leave. To, yeah. yeah, he needs to go to like a visa and just chill. With he you needs know. to go to the MLS. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to go to the MLS. But um, nah, man, I, part of it was kind of hard to see because you don't want to see Messi being the legend that he is go out like that. But they yeah. just, bro, again, they deserve it. They deserve. He kind of deserves it. The, the amount of money that he makes a week, right? It's Which outrageous. I, I'm not saying that it's not deserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, how are you going to complain about not having quality players around you when you're, you're taking, taking up fifty like percent of the, the wage wages. budget? Yeah, 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 right. So, man, we'll see. Who do you think uh, is going to end up with that coaching Potichino or what? No, they uh, they hired today the coach oh, of the Netherlands. Oh, the head coach of the, of the Dutch national team, which nice. will be good for Frankie De Jong's development. Yeah, he's a baller, bro. I mean, like this. It's not like they're. I mean, he has character too. He's he's the one that uh, had a press conference after the game. Right, that's what I'm saying, man. Apologizing he's, to yeah, the he was a co-captain at Ajax with uh, Delit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he was a baller, and he's gonna be a baller. But um, 
let's talk about like who's good on that team that they can build with moving forward. Just really quickly, yeah. Like, Frankie I mean, Young. What happened to Griezmann? Bro, Griezmann, he's not good, bro. Like I don't, I don't know. I, I just feel like Barcelona has done like a disservice to themselves by getting players that their best position is behind the nine where Messi thrives in. So right. they're never gonna play their natural position because right. it's Messi's spot. Yeah, so, I, I feel like. Um, like Coutinho was the same thing. His best position was in the middle behind, like... The or cutting in the same way that Messi does, yeah, right? Or yeah, or cutting in, and then yeah. they put him, like, on the opposite side. It sucks to see... Well, I mean, not really, because Coutinho <laughs> kind of forced his own exit out of Liverpool in a pretty disrespectful manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was, that was not good. I enjoyed seeing him score against Barca. Oh, that was fun. Right? That was really fun. I, en- I enjoyed seeing that. <laughs> um, I, and he showed a little respect. He didn't I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'd spit on the ground. Uh, like, I, that would, that's so disrespectful of Barca to kind of just be like, all right, like, we tried to get you in here, but they really didn't have the patience with him. Yeah, not at all. And that's... But, that's but to be fair, he hasn't played that good either. Not at Bar- nah, not at Barcelona. Not at Bayern either. This is, like, his first going away. He's, he's been okay. He's been, he's he's been okay. Yeah. I think... Well, Klopp said it really well when he left. He said, uh, you stay here, we build you. Like, you get a statue yeah, built yeah, after you. Facts. You leave, you're just in any other player. Facts. Um, facts. And, well, I mean, his career turns out to be what it is, and we'll see what it is, hope, like, what the, his future holds. But um, I don't think – it's just sad because he, he really helped, like, revive Liverpool. Yeah, he did. So it's hard to kind of see him just – Him and Suarez. Yeah. But Suarez – ever since Suarez cheered at Liverpool, like, when he scored – Yeah. Oh. Against against not at Liverpool, but when he scored against yeah, us yeah, and he cheered, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind like all my respect for that man went out the window. Yeah, so yeah. I don't care. I think he's leaving too, though this season. Yeah, and he's easy to hate. Too. I think he's probably gonna go back to Ajax too. Oh, that's a hot take. Yeah, I think he'll end up going to Ajax, but that Ajax team from a couple seasons ago, that team was disgusting. Yeah, a bunch of youth players, and now they're kind of all over Europe. Yeah, was his name Cisic? Uh, yeah, he's going to Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. That. He's nice. Mm-hmm. He's 100%. So nice. 100%. But in terms of the Champions League, though, uh, I think it's just going to end up being PSG Bayern, and I don't want to see PSG win. So I think Bayern will win it. You don't want to see PSG? No, win? I don't. Fuck PSG? It's not so much like, it's not so much that. Just they've, they've spent so much. I, I don't know. I'm just not into the the idea that you have to spend this much money to win a Champions League. Yeah, I mean. Right? But didn't you guys don't you guys didn't you guys have the most expensive keeper and center back at the time that you guys won Champions League? No, because Kepa had already signed for Chelsea and uh, Harry Maguire. Oh well, Harry Maguire didn't sign for Man United yet. But I think in terms of the way that our model is from a business perspective, we're sell to buy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like our overall net spend over the last few years has only been like fifty five million, in comparison to all these teams that are well above that. So I don't think that the way that we did it is because we literally used the Coutinho cell to oh, buy yeah, Van Dyke yeah. and Allison. Exactly. So it worked out. It kind of evened itself facts. out. Right. Yeah. So I, again, like yes, we did spend money, but we sold a lot to do yeah, it. Exactly. And when you get teams like PSG or Man City that don't have to sell and they just continue to buy, buy, buy. And there's this financial fair play that doesn't seem to s- affect anybody. Yeah. That's, and that's what, that's what makes me upset. And that's why I don't want to see PSG. Cause okay, I see that. Now. Th- yeah, that's yeah. why. You know what? You're right. That that because it upset me when they they didn't uh, find City or give them anything. Yeah, they revoked their ban from the Champions League. It oh, doesn't make sense. That was and then and then they went out and bought a few more players the day after <laughs> they were freed. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they've spent almost a billion dollars since Pep has taken over. Yeah, for just league. And, yeah, which which is uh, the Premier League is not easy to win, not, right? It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they have higher expectations. Yeah, exactly. If you spend them a billion dollars, you should be winning the Champions yeah, League. Yeah. You should not be losing to Leon, whose total team was worth. Like fifth. Yeah, <laughs> bro, like that. that that's. Doesn't make sense to me, but that's that is the beauty of the Champions League, bro. Yeah. Like anybody can beat anybody. I just right? want to toot Real Madrid's horn. They did win three in a row, and they have not been that aggressive on transfers as of late. For, for they won the league three times in a row. No, Champions League. Yeah, and they haven't really spent that much. I well, mean, they've spent way more. In the I just early. think it's interesting. VAR came in, and Madrid hasn't won the Champions League since. I feel like there was there was games that have happened that they have won that if VAR was there, it wouldn't have been the same. But that's all in retrospect, right? I feel like I feel like they were really helped out by refs a lot. I mean, but Ronaldo did leave, so right. No, hundred percent. But he hasn't won since. The complete. That's that's not. Yeah. Okay. Ronaldo might be the biggest cause for what why they haven't won it. But okay, so the way that he left, right? I feel like he left fine, but I feel like there was a lot of Madrid players or Madrid fans that said we don't need him. Oh no. no. There, I mean, there were a there lot. Was there was a bro. Yeah, it was not yeah, some. Yeah. There was a lot of people that were like, "We don't need him," and you just don't replace fifty goals, and yeah. you definitely don't replace fifty goals with Mariano Diaz. Oh, that was they gave him the seven. That yeah, was so disrespectful. But I do like what they're doing. Um, I don't like the team, and I don't like the fans. They remind me a lot of what Laker fans are. But I, at the same time, I try to put my bias to the side for things like this. I do like what they're doing. Right. Uh, in terms of they've invested into their or youth in general, like Federico Valera is a baller. Oh, he's right. Vinicius Junior is a baller. Uh, Rodrigo himself is a baller. Yeah. Fernand Mendy is pretty good. I think they'll be set for the next few years. Plug and play here, here and here. Let Hazard kind of get adjusted. I think they'll be okay. They'll probably contend for the Champions League next season too, right? Yeah, but, Hazard needs to step it up. Yeah, it's just a different. It's just a different. You know, it's, a, it's different. He put on. He did put on a little bit of weight, which we love to see. I love to see players get thick, <laughs> and then go know. out and play at the professional level. I think it's hilarious, bro. I feel like some players don't need that, or their game doesn't need adjustment. Them, no, their game revolves around them being like quick and shifty, yeah, and not being big and like stiff. Yeah, like Bell. I feel like he was better when he he didn't get yoked. Yeah. I, but Bell, is, Bell could be a whole other topic. Too. I love Gareth Bell, bro. <laughs> I, love, I I think the way that he verbally and physically has disrespected Real Madrid for me, I love it because he yeah, plays yeah, on the yeah. team. He's just like I. He literally said, "I'm gonna just kick it here because y'all owe me money anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna just see my contract out. I don't care if I sit on the bench. I love that. <laughs> I love that as is it from dis, being disrespectful to Madrid. I don't love it for anything else besides that. Because if it was on my team, bro, I'd be livid. Yeah, you'd be hot. I'd be livid, especially with the wages. Yeah, with getting. the wages he gets paid. No, for sure. But of course, being a not a fan of yeah, the team. Yeah, it's, it's just like ah, fun. this is funny. From the sideline, Wales. Like, oh. It's Wales golf Madrid in that order. Think, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what he cares about in that he's order. He's just like playing with his mask in the. I love it, bro. <laughs> I love it, but you know, it is what it is. But Madrid will be fine. Uh, they definitely don't have as many holes as, as Barca. I just don't think that they're the powerhouse of the, what they used to be. Well, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. No, they're both both teams are kind of like yeah. anti clan right now. Yeah, so we'll see. But um, but yeah, man. I mean, Champions League again. Probably gonna be Bayern, Bayern over PSG. Bayern. Yeah, I think that's. Where everybody, if that's a safe money bet. Yeah, for sure. Easy, 100%. yeah, for sure. But who knows? You think, uh, you think Neymar is gonna stay with PSG any longer, or you think he's moving out? I I don't care. Um, I really can't stand to watch. I, bro, he's so talented, right? He's so good, but to go to PSG when he left to PSG and 
only win the league, and it's, oh, it's, and bro, he tough. just throws himself way too much oh, for me. He's fun to watch, though. He is he's fun, right. Like, you know what? Like I hadn't seen him in a while, just because I don't really keep up with League One right. like that. And then he had a few dribbles at the beginning where he like, damn, like bro, I'm missing out. No, like, for like, sure, he's sick. And then and then by like the second half, by the eighth time he's thrown himself, you're like, okay, it's annoying. It yeah. gets annoying. Okay, I'm yeah. not gonna discredit his quality though and yeah. level of talent because when he's healthy, he's. One of the best players in the world, bro. Yeah. Like it's it's undeniable. But, bro, I just I get re- that's one thing that really annoys me when people throw themselves yeah, yeah, that yeah. way, and it just happens way too often with him, and it happens way too often with Spanish teams for me to <laughs> want to watch them yeah, on a regular basis. Okay. And that was the argument I was having with my brother the other day, where he was saying that like the the La Liga in comparison to Premier League are two completely different things, which is not wrong, right? La Liga is definitely a lot more technical. I mean and- Sevilla. Right, and they just be match, which I love. Also, I'm not, I'm not mad. Right, we're, we're, we're on, on the topic of Europa League. Yeah. I'm not mad that Sevilla beat Manchester United. I don't think Manchester United are that good. Mm. I think they have good players. I Think their coaches or their managers mediocre, but I do think they get a lot of help via penalties. They've yeah. been awarded 22 penalties in one season, which is ridiculous. It, it's infuriating, actually. <laughs> right, it's it's really really upsetting. Yeah. But it's just. I don't know. It it just is what it is, isn't it? It is what it is, exactly. So, I don't know. But I've been watching... Sevilla is the Real Madrid of the Europa League. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, what, five-time champions? Yeah, I don't they're... think... I think when they win the Europa League and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to be in the Champions League next season, I don't think they really care. They're just like, let's get out this first <laughs> round. Let's go back. Yeah, let's you be know, like, We'll be good. How do you get into, into Europa? You got to be, like, one of the top third places or something like that? Uh, it depends on the league, right? Because, really, like, in, in uh, Premier League, it's fifth place. Right and then no 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 like but if you start out in Champions League and you lose early, yeah third place you're the third third third, uh, place, third right? place in your group and yeah then yeah you go, then mm-hmm. you go you know you're not just yeah so if you're coasting with third right there yeah, they're like if we get out we get out we'll just go back to Europa yeah we're down to, we're yeah. down to go to Europa yeah they they have a good time there but uh, who's gonna end up winning Europa you think uh, it should be Sevilla. So be over Inter because it's Inter versus Shakhtar oh, oh, right now. Inter is up one zero. So yeah, it should be Inter Sevilla. That'd be a fun game, bro. I like I like seeing Inter come back to the to somewhat glory. I don't think they're that great, right? They're but not. They're, they're not. definitely they're better not. than what they have been over the oh, past yeah, decade, yeah, yeah. The and last, they're fun to watch. What have they done in the last decade? Nothing. 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 Nobody has done anything in Italy if you're not Juventus. That's the thing. Even then, the, the, even yeah, even then, you're just winning leagues. You're not doing a whole lot beyond that because no Italian team has won the the Champions League in the past decade. Yeah. They got to the final. Against Sevilla. Barca, Sevilla is probably going to add another another Europa League to their to their uh, to their cabinet. Yeah, which, but, which like, is fine. They deserve it. They play better. They play better uh, style of play than most of the teams that get that far. I feel like most Spanish teams are just really good at picking apart teams. Yeah, it's really. I had this conversation with my brother too. It was just like you got. They're really good at keeping possession of the ball. They're really, really good. Right, but uh, that doesn't win you games. You have to be able to score the score the goal. And so when like. Barca lost to Bayern Munich. I was the first person to text him like, well, look at this Spanish team, which isn't a great example, right? Because yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. very good. Yeah. But they still won possession of the game yeah. by one. For, it was 51-49, right, possession-wise. But Bar- yeah. that means Barca still had a majority of the ball. But it's like you have to score. You can't just possess. Yeah, I think that's what makes the EPL sometimes more interesting. That's than what I said. Because it's, it's like direct. Yeah. But sometimes it's not like technical. So when they come up against Spanish teams, that's where they that's where that that's loss. That's yeah. where the they're not comparable. It's not like just another like yeah. tough team going up against another. Like, and I yeah, and I know that, and that's not my argument. I'm not like gonna compare technique from one team to the other, yeah. right? But I prefer a team that's gonna come in there and punch you in the mouth, yeah. right? And I feel like Spanish teams aren't really doing that. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's for TV. It's definitely like more entertaining watching the EPL. Yeah, I think so. Plus, they have more recognizable. Players. Yeah, I think it ultimately depends on what what kind of style like of football you like to watch. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he because my brother's like, oh, well, I like to watch them knock the ball around, and I was telling yeah. him, well, I like to watch competitive games yeah. where it's kind of like end to end, which seems to happen more in the Champions League, but you see it a lot in the Premier League too. Yeah, plus the Premier League, I feel like it's more international. Yeah. There's more players from around the world in the EPL. Yeah. I mean, as far as I could tell. Yeah, well, the Spanish team is full of Spanish, Spanish players. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and maybe that's where the difference is in their, in their national teams. Like, I feel like maybe... It's crazy. Spain has a bigger pool than England. Oh, for sure. Like, Hector Bellerin has never made the Spanish national team. He's never made an appearance once. Exactly. And he's he's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. good. I mean, he's not, not, not beyond that. Anymore. I would cap it there. Yeah, yeah, he's It's good. just not fair, though. It's injuries. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's unfortunate. Yeah, because I, he, yeah, I'll leave that conversation right there because I don't want to get too deep into Hector Bellerin because I've always really liked him. I liked him more in FIFA than in real life. I don't know, bro. Just he's I, fast. Yeah, he's fast and yeah, <laughs> but he he has knocked it off a bit. But you know, bro, I think soccer's in. The, I think the world of football in general is at a, in a really great great place right now. Yeah, yeah, right. It's a lot of entertaining soccer. A yeah, lot, in a lot of places. A lot of I like to watch the young. I just like to watch young guys that are my age or younger than me. Yeah, yeah. that go out there and you're playing on this stage and you're balling out. I love the under twenty threes. That's what I like to call like all the players that are young, yeah, like just the under twenty yeah, yeah. like threes. The Olympic team. Yeah, bro, I love it. I love it. I you get to you basically get to see the star like the next stars in the making. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think of Pulisic, Pulisic. Oh, bro. I wanted him at Liverpool so badly. Oh, uh, he should have. He got. He I wanted him. At, I wanted him at Liverpool so badly, but uh, he basically put out the numbers that I expected him to put out in his first season. Which were pretty solid. Which are solid, no, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But he wasn't. Yeah, he didn't even get that much playing. Exactly time, right. So. But I think next season, if he can stay healthy, bro, he's he's. Well, next season, the next five seasons, he's a baller. Is he already the best American ever? No. 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 Clint no. Dempsey, yeah, Landon I like Donovan, Clint Dempsey, Clint Dempsey, like, he, he thrived. Clint Dempsey took Fulham to the Europa League final against Juventus. Yeah. So, you know, until Pulisic does something like that, even though, yeah, yeah. you know. And that was a small club. Exactly. Like it's, They're like in the second division now. No, they actually just, they just oh, got they promoted. Just yeah, they just got promoted. But they were. In yeah, the they were in the second division, division, though. Yeah. But I think the future of, of the sport of football is great. Yeah, no. We have a lot of, a lot of up and coming. Right. Talent. Like a lot of this. Oh, bro. Yeah. Is There's it, just a lot of great things happening in that sport, mainly across the pond. Yeah, is soccer your favorite sport? I mean, you never answered that question. I, I know. Well, I was really trying to think about it though, because like, again, like Cause it is in seasons. But like, if you just had to pick one, if I had to pick one sport to watch, you were quarantining and you could only watch one sport. Yeah, I'd probably say soccer. Soccer. Yeah, I'd probably say soccer. Even though I feel like basketball is like a really, really close second. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. I love. I watch basketball, and every time I watch basketball, I'm like, damn, this. Yeah. Is dope. Well, it's, for me, I didn't play soccer until high school. Well, at least not like competitively yeah, and yeah, like. Yeah. Because my parents had me in like in rec leagues and stuff, but I couldn't care less yeah, yeah, at the yeah. time. But I came you to were, high school. You were thinking about the little. I was playing basketball. I was playing. Well, yeah, but I was looking forward to the oranges. I was looking forward to the grapes. But <laughs> I, I like playing basketball and baseball a lot more than I like playing soccer growing up. Okay. I didn't play. I didn't start playing soccer like seriously until high school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's it, that's why for me it's so hard to be like this is my favorite sport. Yeah. Because yeah. it also wasn't on TV in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched a lot of basketball and a lot of baseball and well mainly a lot of basketball and then football every now and then, but. You know, but I feel like football right now for me is, from a fan standpoint, I feel a lot closer to the Raiders because I've been able to see them so much the last few years. Right. And that's why, like, my love for football has kind of grown a lot over the last two to three years, I'd say, even though they've been pretty bad. Yeah, and then you can never discount your 
love for the Dodgers, right? Never, never. It's just, it's just so painful, dope, bro. Right? It's so. It's so Liverpool's the first team that I saw, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Liverpool's the first team that I saw win a tournament, like win a, basically a tournament, right? But a championship. Yeah, they won. Yeah, the, they won the Champions League and then they won the Premier League yeah, this yeah, season. Yeah. Right? I cried both times. 100%. Like just was there. I was just like, I I fucking can't believe this yeah, is finally yeah. happening. But that's why for me, it's just like that's maybe why it's my favorite sport right now. Yeah, it's because yeah, it's like I, I see a team oh, that okay, can win. Okay. All right. So if I were if I were to ask you that question right before Liverpool won anything, would it would it have still been soccer? Or I know that's a th- that's tough. I, I probably probably would still would have said soccer though. I still probably would have said soccer because I watch so much of it. Yeah. I watch I, I watch teams that aren't Liverpool playing. You know, and there's just so much soccer too. Yeah, from all over the world. There's so much soccer. It's interesting to me just to be able to see different styles from different. And then leagues. there's international soccer, every which is year, the best every year. Which I well, I don't know. The World Cup is the best. Yeah, I want to say Cup international soccer as a whole is. Yeah, the best. but like, there's always qualifiers. Oh yeah. There's the Euros. Which yeah. There's just a lot of them. I feel like there's a lot more emotion in, yes. in football and soccer than um, there is in, in other sports. But I could, I don't know. It could just be a bias. It that's could what, be biased. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm just glad you're a fan of a lot of sports. Yeah, it makes it, makes it fun to talk about. But. I love sports. And I, I've, I, I mean, no disrespect to anybody that doesn't like sports, but sometimes I look at that and I'm like, like, what do you do? How much time do you have? Like, you must be really successful. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. With a lot of free time. But anyways, moving on. The NFL season starts in less than a month. Uh, supposedly, hopefully, it's able to go through. There's no way it doesn't happen, bro. Right? The NFL is They like, want their money. Yeah, Roger yeah. Goodell is... It's too selfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not going out there to play. So yeah, he's yeah. like, why, why are we canceling? Why would we yeah, cancel if I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to suit up? No. Nah. <laughs> yeah. He, I'm, I don't have COVID. You got, y'all got COVID over there? No, nah, bro. As if... Bro. Yeah, there's no way... There could be a fire tornado, a pandemic, and an earthquake all going on, and the NFL would still happen. Before noon. Before noon, yeah. And it's still going to, it's still going yeah, to go and on. thunderstorm at night. And then yeah, Roger Goodell's going to check gone. himself, be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. No, the NFL is definitely going to happen. What are your expectations? Uh, yeah, I do expect, I 100% think the season's going to happen. Uh, I do think a lot of the deep teams are going to be good this year, just because if COVID hits any team, football... It's very dependent on its stars, like its main stars, like especially like I look at the the Seahawks, and if if Russell Wilson ever like something happens to him, COVID or they're injury, done, they're done. They're like a bottom top five pick team. Whereas I look at the Niners, something happens to Jimmy Garoppolo or something happens to like a wide receiver, and I'm like, eh, they're deep. They have a lot of good players everywhere. Yeah, to be able to maybe manage through this. Yeah, I agree. Wholeheartedly. And I think uh, because there's no preseason and the offseason was a little, like, hectic, I feel like the it's the easy choice is to pick the Chiefs to repeat. So that, that's my pick for this. I'd probably go the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, I'd probably go. Th- I think the Ravens could go undefeated in the regular season. Oh, that's another hot take. Yeah. I, bro, I, I just... I mean, they do play the Chiefs, too. Nah, for sure. But I do think they can go undefeated the entire season. Um, they're really good on both sides of the ball. I feel like they're better defensively than the Chiefs are, um, and they kind of restacked through the draft. Um, mm-hmm. And Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, he's nice. And he's just only going to get better, just like Patrick Mahomes is going to get better. And it's not so much to say like, oh, I, I don't think the Ravens are like so much better than the Chiefs. I just feel like they they edge them out a little bit, and for that reason, I think the Ravens are going to win. But I do think they'll probably go through an undefeated regular season. Nah, I think that. I actually think the Chiefs are going to break the record for most consecutive wins. 
because I think they won like five or six to end the season. Yeah. And then they're going to win like their first eight 13. or nine, bro. Yeah, they'll go crazy. They're going to go they crazy. If they beat the Ravens, like I think week 12 or something, they're beating the record. And they haven't, like, I mean, they're scared. Yeah, that's, that's going to be one to look at, right? Well, of course, yeah. the two arguably best, nah, they're two of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And the, the two best young quarterbacks. Yeah, young quarterbacks. Um, it'll be, now. Yeah, that's that's always going to be the game to, like, circle on your calendar yeah, to, exactly. to watch. So, what do you think of your Raiders, if I may? We may talk about them for a little bit. Um, some Raiders Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I think, I, I don't think 9-7 and seven is out of question. I think 9-7 and seven is a respectable finish, and I, it's definitely an improvement over last year. I would prefer to see a ten and six, obviously, but I think because of the new way that the playoffs are being being set up, oh, yes, I yes. think the Raiders can make that last little spot in the playoffs in the AFC. Um, I do think they're better than the Broncos. I think they're better than the Chargers. Yeah. Um, I think not yeah, defense. I don't think maybe, defensively. Maybe. Uh, the Chargers are sick defensively. The Chargers were thirteen and three to. Not this last season, but the season. Yeah, no, they're 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 solid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I just think offensively, I don't feel like Tyrod Taylor is really going to lead your team to. Oh, hundred percent. Right, yeah, and yeah. and then they have. And a, I don't like the rookie quarterback either. Yeah. Ah, well, uh, you? I think you got to give him a chance, bro. I don't like him. I think you got to give him a chance. I, I think. Like yeah, we'll see. Well, you're I not even a Chargers. You're not even a Chargers bust. fan, I'm though. Go ah, uh, man, I don't like calling busts. He's that's not fun. <laughs> that's not fun for me anymore. I used to really enjoy that, but then you realize that oh my god, this person's my age. Right, and it's like I don't want to, I don't want to see anybody bust really, but um, yeah, yeah, but it's part of it's part of the game, of bro. Yeah, it's part of the game. So I mean, speaking of bust, you guys um, signed Mariota. So yeah, I mean, he's not really a, nah, he's, he's not really he's a bust. Not, he's, he's not a borderline bust. bust. He yeah, could, he could potentially steal that job from Carr. What do you think? No, I think it's very yeah. possible. Yeah, I think it's very possible. I think he was more signed to kind of light a fire under Derek Carr's ass. Oh, okay, because he's kind of just come. Uh, yeah, he's just kind of complacent. I don't like hating on the players on my team, but Derek Carr makes it very easy. Yeah, oh, 100. Um, but my, to his the credit, thing, oh, go ahead. The thing about Carr is he has these games where he's elite. Yeah, he's he's moving up in the pocket, evading pass rushers, throwing balls on the run, dimes. But then you have a game where he throws the ball away on a fourth down. Yeah, and you're like, what are you doing, bro? Get it. It's fourth down. Yeah. No, there. I think that his injuries and his his men like mentality kind of going into not wanting to get injured it kind of plays a part in it, which is unfortunate, you know, because he was third in MVP voting in 2016. Yeah, before it, he got hurt, right? Exactly. So it's like uh, broken leg and then what is that, a vertebrae issue also. So it, I want to see him do well because he needs to do well in order for us to win. Plus, that offense could be scary. Yeah, we really revamped it. Uh, you guys have Darren Waller. So yeah, Darren Waller, who is who is a top five tight end in the league. Yeah, yeah nice. I think he's arguably top three. I think he's like behind Kittle and behind Kelsey, and then I think he slots into number three because he used to be a wide receiver that can. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. right. He's that just move, bigger. He's just bigger, he's exactly. Just but I think yeah. he's probably the third best tight end in the league. Okay, you're you're nuts. Well, well who? Okay, well, who do you, who's before him? Kelsey. Yeah, that's what I said. Ertz. Kittle. So that's already three. Okay, so you slip him in at four. No, no, no. He's definitely not. Okay, well, the <laughs> fact that you can't, none of these other names are coming to <laughs> your name right now. We're talking, we're talking. But Darren oh, Waller last season. I'll take Derrick Henry over him. I mean, not Derrick, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry? Well, I'll take Hunter Henry. I just don't think he's reliable from a health standpoint. Yeah, okay. That's, and that's, that's, that's the reason that's why fair. I put him there. And then that's, Zach Ertz, he had a better season than Zach Ertz last that, season. Eh, that's debatable. No, well, fantasy says otherwise. Fantasy is not the end all be all. Oh, I mean, it is if it's catches, yards, and <laughs> touchdowns. But no, I think, but I think because he's younger than Zachary, it's, that's the only reason why I put him in front of him too. And obviously, him being a home. Gronk is back. 
Yeah, bro, come on. Uh, I you can't. I'm not the only reason why I'm not going to put him in the top five. Posi- the you know conversation mm-hmm. is because we haven't seen him play. I mean, Madden gave him a 95 rating. Uh, bro, oh my god. <laughs> well, Madden's not the end all be all, <laughs> yeah. right? No, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he, what he's like when he comes back. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I think if he's the Gronk of pass, of course he's going to pass up Darren Waller. But I think Darren Waller, as it stands right now, is arguably like number three, if not number four. Evan Ingram. I think Darren, Darren Waller is better than Evan Ingram. Okay, all right. I think Evan the, Ingram is probably going to end up being the best tight end in like three seasons. The tight end for the Ravens. He's definitely better. Which one, bro? I can't remember his The name. fact that you can't tell me his name bro, right he now. he has a hard name. I can't remember his name. He's he's good. Talking about Hurst? No, not Hurst. Talking about the one that they traded? No, he's he's like a second year tight end. Who is he? Who is he? Uh, Nick Boyle? One second. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who you're talking about, bro. Bro, uh, how come he's not showing up? Because he's non-existent. He's good, bro. No, I'm telling you, they just traded a tight end over to uh, Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mark, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, he's good. He is good. He's, he's not def- better than Darren Waller though. He was definitely better fantasy wise. I get 100 percent guarantee that I had him. He I think he was like the third or like the fourth. He had a lot of touchdowns. Darren Waller was a third. Was he? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just basing it off of last yeah, season, yeah, you know. Like I'm yeah, only basing it off of last yeah, season, yeah, yeah. and not really so much fantasy. But like I watched Darren Waller good, play almost good. every he week. Yeah, the field. bro, he was our he was our number one wideout option, and he was our tight end. Yeah, and that's yeah, why it's facts. just like I think this season because they've added uh, Henry Ruggs at third, and they drafted Brian Edwards in the third round. Brian Edwards is kind of like a not a household name, but I do think he's probably going to be a better wide receiver than Henry Ruggs at third. Uh, I I don't like the Henry Ruggs pick. I I think it's traditional for the Raiders standpoint because they love the speed, right? But I, I mean, what are the? I mean, I I know it's traditional, but how many of those has have panned out? No, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not arguing with that. No, no, no for sure. So like, like I mean, I would understand tradition. If like, man, we've been hitting these wide receivers with hell. Right, like right. But, no, I get that. But Henry Ruggs does possess a lot of other things that are kind of overlooked because he's so fast. So in college, he has nice hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He, yeah, he's cute. Nice smile. <laughs> no, but 25% of his catches in collegiate football, literally one in every four catches was a touchdown. A touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so he has hands and he blocks really well for being at his size. Yeah. yeah. So I think that there's a little bit more to him than just speed. Um, what do you think of Jacobs? Josh Jacobs? Josh. Bro, I think that's the future of our franchise. That's the future of our franchise for sure. Yeah, I love Josh run, Jacobs, bro. Run Josh Jacobs. Yeah, about, my, my fear though is that they're going to run Josh Jacobs to the ground. So I hope that they learn to use him in a different way so that he has a longer career with the yeah, Raiders yeah, yeah, um, yeah. than the traditional like eight year run, running back stretch that people mm, tend to they have. They don't even make eight sometimes. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like six years. So I want, I want him to have longevity, bro. He's, he's really, really good running back. I think this year he can probably crack into top five. Yeah. If he has a season like last season. But if there's, better, there's, no, there's really good running backs. There's though. really good. Yeah, yeah, Barkley, no, but I, that's that's the standard that I want. That's a standard that I'm kind of setting for him. I think that if he has the same season that he had last season, if not better, he can potentially crack into that top five running back spot. Do you like? Do you like John Gruden? Yeah, I have I have faith in John Gruden for nine more years. Seven, seven but yeah, seven. It's already been three. Mm-hmm. Two. It's been two. So this is gonna be the year. So eight more years. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean. Bro, I'm, I'm going to, ultimately, I'm going to back whoever it is that they sign in there. Backs, backs, backs. Right? So it's like, yeah, do I trust him? Yeah. Why not? What do you think of their move to Vegas? Uh, It sucks. 
Because they, they moved from Oakland to L.A., back to Oakland, and now they're leaving Oakland again. Yeah. But I think for myself, and I think I want to say that I speak for the majority of the fans of, of the Raider Nation, that ultimately I don't care if they move to London, if they move to Mexico City, if they move to Cuba, I would be a fan of the Raiders no matter where they move, right? And I think, uh, I, I know people know that we have like a really loyal fan, like fan base, right? Really. Nice. Po- we're kind of like a popular team, even though we're trash, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. an easy, we're in e- like the uniforms and just the style the of play, black, the right? Black hole, exactly, like, right? It's, it's recognizable. Kind of, exactly, it's rec- It's easily recognizable. I would be a fan of them where, where if they moved anywhere. So them moving to Vegas, and especially because when Vegas got the Golden Knights, the way that they backed them in there, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. took them all the way to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah hockey. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. first season they went to the Stanley Cup final. They lost, but the way that they got support from the city of Las Vegas. I'm there pretty often. My aunt and uncle live out there, so I've been able to go and go see and how like these people are ready to welcome the Raiders. I think it's going to be a good move for them, and it definitely makes sense financially too. Yeah, yeah. for the attraction of free agents, like there's be no state tax when you get your paychecks. So I think it's I think it's a good move at the end of the day, and I'm going to support them 100. percent And I hope to be out of game as soon as it's possible. A trip to Vegas for the Raiders game yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, that's, you know that's fun. Yeah, most people leave Sunday morning when they go to Vegas, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it gives you the reason to stay Monday, if not Tuesday. So I think for Vegas it makes sense too. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Vegas is gonna be thriving. Yeah, having sports but teams. Super excited. The stadium looks super, super nice, bro. Yeah, super, super nice. So I just wanna once you know once this whole pandemic kind of pans out and yeah. finishes finishes its course, I want to be out there whenever it's possible. Whenever that will be. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, you never, you can't really know. You don't really know, right? Yeah, it's crazy. No, but um, very excited for the Raiders. I think that they have solid pieces moving forward. They have a great offensive line right now. So older though. Older, right? I'm not. Yeah, definitely not. Our right tackle or left guard is old. Our center is old. Um, Left tackle might be old too. No, he's a he's a yeah he's still on his rookie contract. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but our right tackle is also relatively young too. Um. So we'll see, man. I mean, hopefully when Rodney Hudson, who's the best center in the league, and that's not up for debate. That's not up for debate. He hasn't allowed a sack in the last four seasons. It's Kelsey from the Eagles. Nah, bro. It's definitely Rodney Hudson. But um, once he retires, though, they obviously are going to have to plug that in. And then they got Richie Incognito, who, you know. Won't bully anybody. Yeah. Um, but he's also older, too. So they'll have to plug in those those two positions. But we'll see how they move on, man. I have I have faith in the Raiders that they'll... Do better. Not again. I was being sarcastic when I said Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Obviously, nine and seven, nine and seven but nine and seven, right. ten nine and, and seven six. That's right. that's kind of where I want them to yeah, finish. Yeah. That'll be progress. What was last year? Six, six and nine, nine and seven and nine, or eight seven and, and nine. nine, seven and nine. Yeah, seven. they were on course to do nine and seven, and they just kind of blew it down the stretch. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Do you think Brady's gonna do good with the Bucks? I think he has the weapons in place for him to do so. I don't. I don't think he's gonna do good. I think he's old. I think he's done. Mm. I don't think he has the arm for it anymore. We'll see, man. I think, again, I think the weapons are there for him to do well. But I don't, I don't want to, to see them do well. I don't think he has to do that good for them to be good. No, definitely not, bro. If you can just he dump just it He doesn't up. have to turn the ball over. Exactly. That's all you got to do. And they'll, they'll be, they'll be have heavy favorites for... I don't think they're winning their division. Uh, oh, they have the Saints, right? Yeah. I don't think they're winning their division. We'll see. I, I would probably pick the Bucks to win the division. Hmm. But that's probably a hot take. That, that's... That's definitely a hot take. Yeah, yeah. I'll say the Bucks have the potential to win the division. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, the Saints have a lot of good players. They're the most players in the NFL top one hundred list. But that list is bullshit anyway. So yeah, I hate list. that list, bro. That list. I hate every time I see that list, it infuriates me. So yeah, I'm not. I, I, I mm, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Cause like, just Drew Brees is getting old too. You know. Yeah, he's he's definitely old. But yeah, 
I don't know, but NFL NFL will definitely be something to see this season, especially with the way that COVID can potentially affect it. Yeah, NFL is always. I started watching Hard Knocks, and it's just. Oh, you saw the first episode? Yeah. 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 What'd you think? It's just a bunch of COVID testing. Yeah. Coaches telling their players. And yeah. Like Bosa signed a fat contract exception yo, though. Bosa, Bosa's getting paid. Both of them. Both. Well, yeah, both of them yeah, are. Whenever it's, both of them are yeah, great. Whenever it's yeah, that, that's crazy to have them type of genes. Yeah, shit. We'll see how this. We'll see how that ends up working out. But yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I think uh, Jalen. Ram- I don't, bro. You know what? I don't think Jalen Ramsey's gonna resign with the Rams. Ugh. Isn't that crazy? Because they gave up so much for him. Two, two first round picks and like I think a second or something. Yeah, like they gave up so much for him. I can. I but I can see them. I can see him not resigning for that him. team. I feel like that team is like not the trajectory for that team is definitely right down. Yeah, I don't like golf either. Golf. There's some Ram fans. I know there's some Ram fans listening to this. Ramps messed up signing Goff to that contract. Yeah, it's a fat deal. That's a fat deal. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's decent. He's, He's decent, not. yeah. You but can't put all your eggs in that basket. No, no way. And then they got to figure out their running back situation. I know they drafted uh, Cam Akers, which would be cool. But yeah. I just don't see a lot of – I just don't see how far they can really go right. this season. We'll see. All right, man. So to wrap up, let's just go over your teams real quick and uh, your expectations for them. Let's start with the Clippers since they are in the playoffs right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna say uh, Clippers in three. Uh, <laughs> Clippers in three. Yeah, Clippers in three. Uh, I'm gonna say NBA champions. So NBA champions against the Raptors in six. Yeah. In six. Okay. And then Dodgers are currently in their season right now. They're yeah. Number one in the West, right? Yeah. But the A's look really good. Um, yeah. So, but I don't. I don't think the A's will beat the Yankees. Um, so, I, but I do think the Dodgers will win the world. Their Dodgers are extremely deep this season. All right, so I've been saying the Dodgers will win the world. Uh, yeah. Clippers in six, Dodgers in four. In four, they can. I think they can sweep anybody. Really nice. Okay, and then Liverpool season is uh, going to be a quick restart. <laughs> it's going to be a quick restart. Yeah. They have Champions League next season. I want to see. EPL. Yeah, I want to see what Man City does. Um, okay. But right now, I'm going to stick with Liverpool. We'll repeat champions. Repeat, and then. How far are they going in Champions League? Uh, I'm gonna say they win the Champions League next season. <laughs> I'm a, treble, bro, treble I want season? no. They will not win the FA Cup. They will not win the Carabao Cup. So double. Yeah, they'll do the double. European double. That's good. Yeah, I can give less of a shit about the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup. To be quite honest, eh, with you. the FA Cup's kind of cool. No, the FA Cup is definitely fun to watch, like but it's it. just it's like I enjoy I enjoy it more when Liverpool's not in it, bro. Because it's just like we don't send out. I yeah, feel like yeah, Liverpool yeah. doesn't respect the tournament, and so yeah. we don't send out. A stack squad. But that's how you discover people like Trent Alexander. Oh no, for and, sure, and for sure. So, that's so, that's that's, that's like what I'm saying. That's I like enjoy the... seeing I enjoy seeing that aspect of it, but I enjoy it the most with other teams, which okay. is which is weird to say. So, Clippers in six, Dodgers in four, Liverpool European double, Raiders nine and seven wild card. Uh, Raiders nine and seven wild card. Yeah. All right. Sounds. I have a little issue with that, but. I respect it. I respect it. Not too bold. For sure, you have, I'm sure you have a lot of issues with it. <laughs> it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, not bad. But yeah, man, thank you for having me on. This was a lot of fun. I hope yeah. I can come back. No, I, hope, man, I hope your it's... listeners like me enough to have me come back on again. Yeah, no, I mean, with, with that face. Yeah. <sighs> we'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, this has been episode three of the Hard to Handle Sports Podcast. Uh, wherever you're listening to this or watching this, please uh, subscribe and stay tuned. And yeah, thanks, thanks um, for Matt for being here and uh, thank you for having, having me. a great show. And uh, go Lakers. <laughs>